Hola, soy Miguel Maltos González. Coming to you on the Firme Podcast from LTNX Artes. The one, the only Latinx arts and culture marketplace online. <laughs> yeah, let's see, where do we leave off at? Oh, yeah, with my parents coming into and recognizing their own Chicano inspiration coming into, I guess, some community projects, some art projects that um, my father collaborated upon with a painter. A painter's name is Jesse Trevino, and he is one of the most well-respected Chicano artists from San Antonio in Texas nationally. Gosh, this man has done so much. He um, and my dad, they collaborated together in capturing and documenting the Chicano culture of the west side of San Anto. And in doing that, uh, my dad was, he would go out, he would photograph locations. Jesse would come along with him, and I'd hang out too, just as a kid, you know. And... Yeah, my dad would photograph the scene and then Jesse would take that photograph that my dad would later you know, process and print that uh, he would make a painting from it and the color would come back and the culture and the imagery it was beautiful I mean the work they did was amazing and and they worked for some time you know and, and in that time that they collaborated, some really beautiful work was made. You know, my dad didn't share everything that he photographed with, with Jesse. I mean, he photographed a lot of stuff on his own. But also, you know, Jesse, he eventually, within that time, he moved to a different style. And so did my father. And they've always remained friends. But, you know, after a while, they just no longer collaborated. And my dad, he also photographed um, Ballet Folklorico. And that was with Teresa Champion and her husband, Willie Champion. Amazing guitar player. This woman, she could dance like, oh man, like no, tomorrow. It's amazing the way she would just dominate the stage. And, and it wasn't just her, you know, it was her students as well. Her, her younger children, then her, her younger students, and her, um, you know, her older students, they just, the way she taught them wasn't just, these are the dance steps, you know, one, two, three, tap, one, two, three, no, none of that, man. When she taught them, she taught them the beauty, the art of dance. She taught them how to control and command that stage. And it was just amazing to hear them, to see them dance. And her husband, Willie, or El Curo, as everybody knew him, the way he'd play the guitar was just, I mean, it was just powerful. Everything was just, it was an amazing experience. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how old... Willie and Teresa were at that time, but 
but uh, I mean, they were adults at that time, but they're still performing today, you know, like 40 years later, they're still hitting that stage like they did in the 70s. And you can still catch them and you can still, you know, enjoy their performances. And yeah, it's it's something that you truly need to experience if traditional Mexican, Mexican dance or or Spanish flamenco dance, if that's something that, that you love, oh my gosh, you will fall in love with the way they, they, they create their performance. It's just amazing. And so he photographed a lot of dance and a lot of performance. And in that, it's like his inner Chicano came out. And my dad, he changed. He looked different. He was no longer the clean-cut, you know, short-haired guy in the 50s. Like the, in the 70s, everybody had longer hair. And no, he had his mustache. He had his motorcycle, you know. And, and he, um, yeah, he really, he changed as a person. And in that time when I was born in 73... That's when they must have just really embraced that Chicano lifestyle, that Chicanoism. Because that's when, you know, I was born and they named me Miguel. Not Michael. Not Mike. Miguel. However, I was still called Mike around the house. I was not allowed to speak Spanish. And all through, all the way through high school, I was called Mike. It wasn't until I met a guy named Victor Burgos that he asked me, Are you serious? You're serious? You're, you're not, you're not Miguel? And I was like, well, I mean, actually I am Miguel, but you know, I mean, everybody just calls me Mike. And he's like, no, man, no, 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 no. He says, if you're Miguel, I'm calling you Miguel. You know why? I was like, okay, whatever, dude. And he's like, no, I'll tell you why. He said, because that is who you are. That is your identity. That is who you are. And regardless of where you go, who you interact with, what you do, always be proud of where you come from. Always be proud of who you are. You are Miguel. And in hearing that, you know, I still remember it to this day that, wow, you know, here he is just telling me to embrace my my identity. And this was, you know, in the 90s. Before you heard people talk about people of color, self-identity, how do you identify as, you know, and then those terms that people and phrases that you hear a lot these days no, this was happening. And he's like, yeah, embrace who you are. And I did. And as time has gone by and I've, I've explored and I've, I've created more things, I've met more people, I've collaborated with many people, I have every day. I embody who I am and I don't stray away from what I am. I am Chicano. And a lot of people say, oh, well, 
at least up in the Pacific Northwest, people say, oh, well, Chicano, that, that sounds kind of like a bad word. I, I probably, sh-, you know, as being a white person, I shouldn't say that. And I'm like, you know, say it because it's what it is. You know, I have to say that you're white and I can say that I'm brown and I can say that I'm Chicano and you can say that too. You have to learn to be comfortable with how people self-identify. You know, that's the only way to break those those stigmas and those boundaries is you've got to learn to accept and just be comfortable with with terminology. You know, not everybody will identify the same. There are many people that don't know what they identify as. There are they're confused and I don't blame them, you know, it's it's okay. It's all a learning process. And sometimes, you know, you, you know this as, as a kid, and other times you don't know this till you're an old person. But you know what? Wherever you are on that journey, that path, it's okay. You know, I, I have found where I am on my path, and in my path I am Chicano. That is where I am. That is where I, I feel that I'll always be. I hope that's where I'll always be. Because that's what I've truly embraced. In, in my lifestyle, my culture, my, you know, my artwork, everything I do. And that term Chicano, you know, the reason why that, that white guy was kind of uncomfortable with me saying that about myself and him saying that word is that, you know, he's, in a way he's kind of right. The word Chicano was actually an insult. Yeah. It was an insult to the people that were of Mexican heritage that now live in America that speak English. You know, we speak clear English, yet we can speak Spanish. And the word Chicano was, you know, it was kind of an insult. But as a culture's concern, we embraced it. And we took that, that negative connotation and we turned it into a sense of pride because we admitted yeah yeah we are we are American we are Mexican not hyphenated no we are American and we are Mexican we are the two in one we speak two languages we think in two languages we cry in two languages we laugh in two languages we love in two languages we hate in two languages like two separate beings into one yeah and being Chicano you know it's when you're you're a Mexican American with a non-white image of yourself that's basically what it is you don't see yourself as a white person because you're not where you can admit I'm brown, I have indigenous roots, and I have Spanish roots, and I have American heritage, and the majority of Chicanos today, not all, but a lot of them today, were born on land that is now America that used to be Mexican land. Yeah. So it's not like they crossed a border to come to America. No, America put up a border 
and, and put it around them. So that's where, and I've been told this several times, you know, your country of origin, go back where you came from kind of thing. It's like, well, I can't. You white settlers took the land that I, that I come from and you made it America. So, you know, that's, that's kind of one of those things. But, um, but yeah, we'll talk more on Chicanoism and art on the next uh, episode. Otherwise, thanks for coming back and visiting. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk some more. Yeah. Bueno.